بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد باب التواضع وخفض الجناح للمؤمنين قال الله تعالى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم واخفض جناحك لمن اتبعك من المؤمنين وقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا من يرتد منكم عن دينه فسوف يأتي الله بقوم يحبهم ويحبونه أذلة على المؤمنين عزة على الكافرين صدق الله العظيم We began this chapter, the heading which Imam Nawi rahimullah has given, chapter which deals with, as we mentioned, on the one hand, a very broad and comprehensive heading or terminology in Sharia, At-Tawadu, literally translated, or as we commonly refer to it, as humility. As we dealt with in quite some detail already, this word tawadu does not only mean humility, but it has a very broad and a comprehensive meaning. And it is something that is very, very important that we inculcate and imbibe within ourselves. Humility, on the one hand, before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to humble oneself before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imam Nawi rahimullah infers to the fact that this meaning is much more broader in the sense that what is matloob and desired is not only humility before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but to your fellow man, to people that you come into contact with, that you interact with. In your home, be humble to your wife. Be humble before your parents. Be humble to your staff. Be humble to people that you come into contact with, your subordinates, etc., in other words, humility for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's pleasure is something that is very, very praiseworthy. And that we have to be humble not only before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but before the righteous scholars, before the ulama, before those who are our leaders. Be humble to your parents, be humble to those you come into contact with. So, وَخَفْضِلْ جَنَاحِ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ خَفْضِلْ جَنَاحِ is a parable or an example. Literally translated, it means to lower one's wings, to drop one wing, one's wings before the believers. Now, what does it mean if you tell someone that lower your wings or drop your wings? This expression, khafdil jana, is something that is directly extracted from the Qur'an. Because the first verse that Imam Nawi, rahimullah, brings under this chapter, qala Allahu ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, in other words, Allah commands you. This command or this address, first and foremost, is to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then through him to the rest of the believers. Because Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was a parable, was a shining example of humility. It's mentioned about Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that such was his tawadu, such was his humility, that anna sibiyata latumsiku biyadihi al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam litaakhuduhu ila ayya makanin turid. Sahaba say such was the humility, humbleness of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
He was so approachable. This was the greatest of Allah's creation, the greatest of humanity. أنا أول الناس خروجا إذا بعثوا وأنا قائدهم إذا وفدوا وأنا خطيبهم إذا أنستوا وأنا مبشرهم إذا أيسوا لباء الحمد بيده يطوف علي ألف خادم كأنهم لؤلؤ مكنون. He said when humanity will be raised up on the day of judgment the first human being to be raised up is myself أنا أول الناس بعثا إذا خرج إذا أنا أنا أول الناس خروجا إذا بعثوا. When humanity will be put into groups and flocks, I will be the leader of humanity. When they will have lost hope, I will be the one to give them glad tidings. When they are silenced, I will be the one to speak on their behalf. He said the flag of Allah's praise on the day of judgment will be in my hand. And then he emphasized this. Kullun nas. He said, every human being, Adam alayhi salam and everyone after Adam alayhi salam, above, below, every human being will be under my flag. I will have a thousand servants like shining pearls that will be surrounding me. That maqam, that level, that status, that after Allah, the greatest human being, and yet sahaba say, so approachable that a little child could walk up to him, grab his hand and lead him wherever the child wanted to take him. And he would submissively go with the child wherever the child took him. And he would do the work of that child, whatever the child wanted from him. So approachable, such leniency, such softness, such compassion, such kindness. Allah commands his Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in the Quran, وَخْفِضْ janahak, Lower your wings. Become submissive. Become lenient. Become kind. لِمَنِ اتَّبَعَكَ مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ This expression, وَخْفِضْ janahak, Mufassirin say, لَيِّنْ لَهُمْ جَانِبَكَ وَوَطِّئْ لَهُمْ أَكْتَافَكَ Let your sides become soft for them. Drop your shoulders before them. janahak, your wings. In, in the case of a human being, obviously you don't have wings. It refers to your shoulders. Drop your shoulders. When a person sloops his shoulders, the person drops his shoulders, this is an analogy of total submissiveness. This is an analogy that leans towards complete leniency, softness, kindness, compassion. And they say that this is an ajib analogy that Quran gives. Because it draws this analogy from an animal. An animal has wings, a bird. They said those who are familiar with hunting. Those days amongst the Arabs they used to hunt. They say when you, when your prey is a bird and you are hunting, when that bird is struck with the arrow or with whatever weaponry is being used and it drops to the ground, it is said the last point, the last point before that bird gives up. Initially any animal of prey will offer resistance. It will fight against its, the, 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 against its enemy, the one that wants to attack it. Eventually, after having spent all its energy and having realized, accepted its fate, that now I have lost, I'm going to lose my life, my head is going to be chopped off, whatever it is. It is said this animal, what it does is it spreads out its wings. This is waqfid janahak. In other words, 
now I am finished, you take me, you do whatever you want to do with me. So drawing this meaning from that analogy, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and through him the believers, waqfid janahak, lower your wings, humble yourself, become humble, also become lenient, become kind, become compassionate, become approachable. لِمَنِ اتَّبَعَكَ مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ To those who will follow you amongst the believers. In other words, to those who are your companions. First, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And as I mentioned, through him, the rest of the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This quality of tawadu, this quality of humility, lowering oneself, humbling oneself before Allah, before one's parents, before one's family, before one's fellow believers, before one's leaders, before the ulama, before the righteous, before those who come into contact, we come into contact with, is something that is absolutely imperative. Human nature naturally leads towards what? Towards arrogance, towards what we call barai. I am somebody. You need to take me seriously, look up to me, listen to what I have to say. This is a natural leaning instinct of human beings. Tawadu, humility has to be brought with takalluf. You have to make that effort, what we call apne aapko mitana, to finish oneself inside, break down that barai, break down that I am, hum, like how we say in Urdu, hum bhi to hai, hum bhi, I am also somebody. To break that down is very, very difficult, but it is matloob in shariat. And it is a great quality to imbibe within oneself. And it is imperative and important that we bring that quality. And we find that in this, as we mentioned, we can draw the greatest analogy and example from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The epitome of humility, the epitome of kindness, of compassion, of leniency. In fact, this quality was so stark and stood out so much in Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that the previous Anbiya alayhi salatu was salam as we know, were foretold. His coming was foretold throughout the ages. From Adam alayhi salam, right up till Isa alayhi salam, every Nabi told his ummah about the coming of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salam. And how did they tell it, the ummah? By extolling his praises, his virtues, by mentioning his sifat and his qualities. And we find amongst the qualities... Before he could even, before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could even cause him to be born. What were the qualities of Rasulullah by which he was praised? By which humanity was told, my greatest Nabi is coming. Amongst them, Shaya alayhi salam was a Nabi from amongst the Bani Israel. He is commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Shaya, Qum, fa'inni sa'utliq lisanaka biwakhin. That, O Shaya, stand up. Wahi, revelation is going to come upon you. So he stands up. Faqama, ya sama, isma'i wa ya ard an siti. Inna Allah yurid an yudabbira amran wa yaqdiya sha'nan. Yuridu an yunafidahu. Wa yuridu an yab'atha nabiyyan minal ummiyyin. He says, oh the sky listen, oh the earth become silent. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala intends informing you of a decree which must come to pass. Allah is going to send a Nabi Ummi, it's a lengthy riwayat. But in the introduction, several centuries before Rasulullah could come, Shaykh is told by Allah, I'm going to send a Nabi. And this Nabi, is, this is his description. In the introduction of what the description of Rasulullah is, 
What, is, what are the qualities that are mentioned? Lo yamurru ila jambis siraj lam yutfi'hu min sakinatihi wa lo yamshi ala al-khashab al-yabis lam yusma' min tahti qadamayhi min sakinatihi. I'm going to send a Nabi, the greatest Nabi, the greatest of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation, but look at the description. His humility will be such that if he had to walk on the side of a lantern, so soft will be the manner in which he places his foot on the earth, that his movement will not cause that the light of that lantern to be extinguished. And my Nabi will be such that if he walks on dry grass, he will not stamp his foot with authority on the earth. Like Allah Ta'ala says, لَا تَمْشِ فِي الْأَرْضِ مَرَحَا Allah Ta'ala says, don't walk on this earth with pride. لَا تَمْشِ فِي الْأَرْضِ مَرَحَا Don't walk on this earth with pride as if you are somebody. Don't, don't assert your authority. Do not, be, do not display arrogance. And then Allah Ta'ala severely reprimands us and warns us. He says, إِنَّكَ لَن تَخْرِقَ الْأَرْضِ وَلَن تَبْلُغَ الْجِبَالَ طُولًا no matter how hard you stamp your foot, your foot will break, the ground won't break. No matter how big you think you've become, how great you've become, how great your achievements, how much wealth you may have, how much worldly authority you may have, Allah says, are you so big now that you're going to get bigger than the mountains? Are you going to get taller than the mountains? No, lower yourself, humble yourself. Naturally, they say if you want to climb and, and incline, you want to climb high ground, you want to go high, the first rule to climb and climb and incline is to lower yourself. If you don't bend your back, it's impossible to climb. So if you want to be great in Allah's eyes, in the eyes of Rasulullah you want to be great in society also, the first condition is literally when you climb and incline, you bend your back. So in the same way, humble yourself. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, لَوْ يَمْشِي عَلَى الْخَشَبِ الْيَابِسِ If my Nabi had to walk on dry grass, the manner in which he, the humility with which he will place his foot on the ground is that he will touch the ground so softly that you will not hear the crackling of that grass. Several thousand years before, he could, before his birth could occur, Allah Ta'ala is informing humanity of the humility of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And... The command is given directly to him and then through him the believers وَقْفِضْ جَنَاحَكْ لِمَنِ اتَّبَعَكَ مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Your bazu, your shoulders, your sides droop them, drop them. Become humble, become submissive, become lenient, become kind, become compassionate to those who will follow you amongst the believers.